the other day I was researching for my workshop and it's all about pain and purpose. I came across this uh, acronym. Somebody put uh, the word pain as an acronym and went on to explain what each of the letters stand for. This was in fact uh, in a program Oprah was interviewing this woman. I hope I'll say her name correctly, Inyala. She says pain, P stands for pay, A stands for attention, I stands for inward, and now, and N stands for now. I found that to be very profound and to be meaningful because if you ignore your pain, you don't pay attention to it, it develops into something else. And the problem is it um, affects you. It doesn't affect anybody else. You might be having pain because you are angry at somebody else. It won't affect that person because chances are they wouldn't even know that you are still angry at them, but it will be affecting them. So each time you have pain, each time something is troubling you and is painful to you, you have to pay attention to your body. Your body is the greatest uh, teacher your body is the greatest thing which knows you so pay attention and look inwardly where is this pain coming from what caused this pain am i the cause of it was it caused to me and then do something about it and i think it was also oprah who said until you heal the wounds of your past you will always bleed if you don't deal with your pain and you don't uh, do something about what you are feeling, obviously, think of a, a, a natural wound. You are wounded and you don't treat it. You might end being gangly and you might end having the maybe your limb being amputated because you did not deal with that wound. That's the same with pain. You have to deal with your pain in order to move forward, in order to live a life of freedom. You have to be free inside. Otherwise, it will always hold you back. You will always be sort of like run, going round and round the same thing. Because let us say you are doing life and something similar to what happened happens to you, then it opens up that old wound, that old pain, because you did not do something about it. Hi, my name is Sasa. I'm a coach, and I'm so passionate about teaching people how to strategically deal with their pain, and most importantly, use their pain for purpose. Because if you channel that pain into something purposeful, healing becomes better than if you were going to do something different because they say idly hands obviously um if you are idly you always think and think and then criticize yourself or or do all these things to yourself but if you deal with whatever you are feeling chances are you will lead a better life and what I discovered is that the important thing about pain is you can use it 
for purpose. You can, and your pain can make you feel empathy for somebody else who is in the maybe same position as you were because you have dealt with that and you have solved it and you have moved past that. You will have that empathy and you'll be, um, you, you might even also develop a passion for helping others because really it is in helping others where we feel the greatest joy and if you were able to deal with your pain and the the pain you are seeing in somebody else and then you help them to deal with that pain get over that pain you will find that you have done something great and you will feel great because you have done something which is purposeful so i have a few strategies to share with you the first strategy is you should acknowledge your pain don't hide your pain you can't uh, get over something when you are hiding it acknowledge that you have it you know it's most common for most of us people you ask somebody how are you and they will just say i'm okay but behind that smile of i'm okay there is hurt there is suffering it is so important that you deal, you acknowledge your pain and you identify the source of your pain. Where is it coming from? Reflect. But the most important thing is once you've identified your pain, you have reflected on it. Forgive. Either you are forgiving yourself if the pain was caused, you caused it yourself, or you are forgiving this other person who caused that pain to you. In forgiving, we learn to liberate ourselves. Like I said, when I started, you might be angry because somebody did something to you and they will be not even acknowledging that they did something to you and who is getting hurt, it's you is being affected by that pain it's you so if you acknowledge your pain reflect and find out exactly where it's coming from forgive forgive yourself forgive the other person it will be you'll find it easier to let go of that pain to let go of that painful painful situation the other thing which you can do is Don't wait for people to validate you. Validate yourself. You have to trust in this supreme being. That's the only one. He's the only one who can validate you. As for me, I trust in God. God is my supreme being. He is my everything. And each morning I meditate and I talk to him. He's the only person I can be free and open with. I can tell him my fears. I can tell him everything. It's so easy to get over my pain when I have someone or I have an entity which is greater than me where I am free and I am myself. And I don't wait for somebody else to tell me how I should feel, somebody else to tell me what I should do with how I am feeling. The other thing is you have to focus on solutions, not problems. If you focus on the problem, 
you know, you won't be able to get over it. Instead, it will bring back all those emotions which you felt when the problem was with you or when the problem was happening. So focus on what you are going to do about it, not on what the problem is. And once you focus on what you are going to do about it, find creative ways of dealing with, and then you will find it very easier to heal and to get over your pain. And make your life about the future. That is focusing on the solution. Because if you make your life about what happened, about the problem. You don't move on. Make your life about the future. Find better things which you can do. Find ways of uh, overcoming that problem which you have, which means find a purpose. It is always, always important to work towards a purpose and a purpose will take away Uh, thinking about that thing or relieving the thing over and over again. When I was young and I got married, like anybody else who gets married, you are dreaming about being a mom. I had my first child when I was a bit younger. But then when I I wanted to have another child, I couldn't. Instead, I had an ectopic pregnancy. I had an operation. I was hopeful because that was the one valve. But unfortunately, two years after that, I became pregnant and I miscarried only to find that there was something still remaining in the fallopian tube, which means I've had another ectopic pregnancy and all my tubes were no longer working, which meant I wasn't able to have any more children because I couldn't have children. I was so mad. I was in pain. And especially the second one because I had lost two babies. I concentrated on that until somebody else talked to me and gave me the strategies to, instead of dwelling on the past, instead of looking at the problem, strategies to look to the future and use whatever problem I had for something good. Through working with the strategies, I was able to adopt and foster children. And that gave me as much joy as I had with my first child. And I think that was the joy I would have felt with my my other babies I didn't have. So instead of me now dwelling on that, I couldn't have a more children as I wanted. I used that, I filled that void with looking, other, looking after children who I fostered and I adopted one child. And as I grew older, I found even more purpose to do with children. And I started uh, sponsoring children with Compassion International. So you see, that is giving me great joy. My joy, what I felt was I wanted to uh, to have children, bring up children. And through fostering and through sponsoring, through compassion, I'm still 
doing something for the children. I'm not dwelling on the fact that I couldn't have so many children of my own. And use your experience. Your experience is very important. You can use it to help others. I used my experience. For instance, I learned that if I I couldn't have my own children, I can sponsor other children. So I used that experience first because I forced that. I used that experience to find other ways of uh, helping children. You might have had something painful in your life and maybe you had depression or something like that and you overcame it. Use that experience to teach other people. Give them some lessons on how you did that because it is so uh, easy to learn from somebody who has gone through something. It's like practical because they can see, oh, this person was this and they did this and they somebody will uh, learn better from somebody's experience than from something which is abstract. Also, it is a good thing to share. And sharing is, is not like you are saying, look at me, I'm a superhuman, I did this and this. Sharing is giving other people hope. We are giving someone hope who is going through a difficult time. We are giving them hope that, you know, I've done it all. Some people have done this. So you can do this. It's it's not easy. I'm not saying like it's very easy because some other people have done it. It's very easy. It's not. But you can do it because other people are sharing their ex- experiences and you can see how they did it. So it will also help you. So when you are in pain, really don't concentrate on the thing, but concentrate on what you can learn from it, what you can do about it, what good can come out of it. And look at the purpose, dwell on the purpose, not on the pain itself. I teach this program to my clients we have a 15-week program where they go through different strategies and through activities and exercises and work their way through the pain. You also can benefit from it and, I mean, live a life which you, you really, really enjoy. So if you want to learn more about this program, There will be a link under this video. Thank you for watching. Hey, hey, hello to leave your purpose with Sasa. Uh, I decided to do a follow up episode on self-awareness because i believe that self-awareness is a foundation to the things which we want to do to the things which we can do successfully so today we're going to talk about the things which you can carry on with you the things which you can discard and leave behind and how do you do that you identify what is true to you what is true and what you really, really want. 
and what is not true because we live in a world which is influenced by a lot of things you might want think my friends are doing this or my friends are talking about this and at the same time it not it won't be what is really true for you so you have to decide you have to sort of have that discernment to know look at within yourself and identify your own true story you do this by distilling your beliefs and your insight we all have beliefs and beliefs are we get our beliefs because of the things we see because of how we grow up because of the things we le we learn so look at those beliefs and put them into two groups what is working for me what is not working or what is true for me and what is not and once you put those then you can on what is true for you you can decide on what you are going to carry on with you to the next year or to this year as we are starting the year this helps you to find your true vision and this also helps you to make a clarity you are now clear with what is true for you you are now clear with what is working for you the true self so when you've got that clarity it helps you to take action and once you start taking action that equals progress and the progress is towards your vision for the year because if you don't take action we all know nothing gets done there is no progress and you can't really start taking action if you are not clear about your vision what is it that i want what is it that worked for me which i want to carry with me what is it that didn't work for me which i want to leave behind what is my true self what is my true story what do i want to do what do i want my life to be like look at yourself one year from now how do i want me to be brought into the world within that one year what things will i want to see working in my life and once you get that clarity having distilled all your beliefs then you can start taking action and you can start making progress towards what you want to do and you remember in the last episode i said you should celebrate the small wins so these small actions towards that goal each time you finish one that is your win you celebrate it and you should be committed to make changes that last because if you say you discard one belief and then along the way you fall back into your old ways and pick it up again you are now retarding your progress the second thing is to know your why what is it that I really, really want for myself? Why am I doing this? What is my purpose? And then you put your why down. And what your why really is more of a vision. Why do you want to gain that? Why do you want to gain that goal? Why do you want to be at that stage which you have said in your vision? That is, that is what helps you to decide. And, put, and it is so important to put these things down 
you can't just say oh my why is this 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 but you don't write it down because the following day you have forgotten everything the next important step is you have to be specific the more specific you are the more tangible your why is and very easy to follow and this stage is your how you are telling yourself i want to do this 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 in such a way by the end of and it is specific you now know these are the steps i'm going to follow this is the goal i'm aiming for and it will be easy for you to follow and accomplish that goal the third thing is account accountability we all need a uh, somebody who plays as our accountability partner because it is easy to complete something it is easy to go through or even when it is hard it is easy to go to move through something when you have somebody who holds you accountable have a support system to lean on and that person who holds you accountable they will frequently check because you had shared your why with them and you shared your how with them so they will constantly check with you to see that you are still on the right path you are still working towards that vision and moreover they will support and motivate you especially when it becomes difficult and or when you stumble they will you know support you they will remind you of why you are doing that you also need to have a backbone for your goals like a foundation a cornerstone which you stand on you have to resolve to be who you want that is your backbone you can't say oh i want to be like a so and so that is not a backbone because so and so might not be who you really really are it, it it's themselves they are themselves so you have to look at you what is my strong point what is my strong belief where do i come from where do i get these beliefs from what do i really really want what is inside of me and then believe the new things about yourself and they do work instead of saying i am going to lose weight this year look at the positive thing that contributes to losing weight because if we can make a statement i'm going to lose weight but how are you going to lose weight what are you going to do what are you going to change so that is not who you are you might find that you are that person who likes to eat junk food like me i like to eat chocolate and that is the one thing which always des- derails uh, my weight loss journey so i find that if you put a statement of intent for instance you can say I am the person who eats healthy food every day so that I can lose weight. So I have put that intention of me eating healthy foods. Then that is at least I've got that vision in order to lose this weight I have to eat healthy food. So the next thing is for me to set my to set myself for success. Okay, I have that vision. I have set a, a statement of intent. 
I am going to eat healthy food or I choose healthy food or healthy food choices every day because sometimes you go to maybe you are at work you go to the um canteen at work or you go to a restaurant you have to have that intent that i choose healthy food choices every day so now the last thing i'm going to talk about set yourself for success how do you set yourself for success the environment you you are in the people you surround yourself with there should be people who will champion champion you to complete or to reach your goal there should be people who will encourage you to reach your goal there shouldn't be people who say you have decided you have given yourself the intention to eat healthily and then your friends invite you and they buy cakes, they buy chocolate, they buy all this junk food. Those are not the people you should surround yourself with for this particular goal of you until you uh, reach your goal. Also, yourself, you can do something about yourself. I'm just concentrating on this um, weight loss goal, but it can be any other goal which you have a, put an intention for yourself any other vision which you so you look at that particular vision and surround yourself with people who will support you in that particular or be in an environment which will support your intention so coming back to the weight loss goal you yourself can surround yourself or put yourself in an environment where you are going to succeed there is it is of no use for you to say i'm a person who eats healthy or who eats healthy food every day or i'm a person who chooses healthy choices every day if your cupboards are filled with junk food you are derailing yourself from the weight goal you are putting yourself into an environment where you are going to binge or you are going to cheat you are not going to follow the healthy intentions which you have put for yourself so you will need to get rid of all the junk food in your fridge or your cupboards and this will facilitate you to do what you have set an intention for yourself okay leave your purpose with sasa fans i hope this helps you and I, ho I hope it helps you to set your intention, create the path you are going to follow, and to stick to your intention until you attain that vision which you have set for yourself. Hey, hey, hello to leave your papers with Sasa. I decided to do a follow-up episode on self-awareness because I believe that self-awareness is a foundation to the things which we want to do, to the things which we can do successfully. So today we're going to talk about the things which you can carry on with you, the th things which you can discard and leave behind, and how do you do that? You identify what is true to you, what is true and what you really 
really want and what is not true because we live in a world which is influenced by a lot of things you might want think my friends are doing this or my friends are talking about this and at the same time it not it won't be what is really true for you so you have to decide you have to sort of have that discernment to know look at within yourself and identify your own true story you do this by distilling your beliefs and your insight we all have beliefs and beliefs are we get our beliefs because of the things we see because of how we grow up because of the things we le- we learn so look at those beliefs and put them into two groups what is working for me what is not working or what is true for me and what is not and once you put those then you can on what is true for you you can decide on what you are going to carry on with you to the next year or to this year as we are starting the year this helps you to find your true vision and this also helps you to make a clarity you are now clear with what is true for you you are now clear with what is working for you the true self so when you have got that clarity it helps you to take action and once you start taking action that equals progress and the progress is towards your vision for the year because if you don't take action we all know nothing gets done there is no progress and you can't really start taking action if you are not clear about your vision what is it that i want what is it that worked for me which i want to carry with me what is it that didn't work for me which i want to leave behind what is my true self what is my true story what do i want to do what do i want my life to be like look at yourself one year from now how do i want me to be brought into the world within that one year what things will i want to see working in my life and once you get that clarity having distilled all your beliefs then you can start taking action and you can start making progress towards what you want to do and you remember in the last episode i said you should celebrate the small wins so these small actions towards that big goal each time you finish one that is your win you celebrate it and you should be committed to make changes that last because if you say you discard one belief and then along the way you fall back into your old ways and pick it up again you are now retarding your progress the second thing is to know your why what is it that i really really want for myself why am i doing this what is my purpose and then you put your why down and what your why really is more of a vision why do you want to gain that why do you want to gain that goal why do you want to be at that stage which you have said in your vision that is that is what helps you to decide 
input and it is so important to put these things down you can't just say oh my why is this 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 but you don't write it down because the following day you have forgotten everything the next important step is you have to be specific the more specific you are the more tangible your why is and very easy to follow and this stage is your how you are telling yourself i want to do this 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 in such a way by the end of and it is specific you now know these are the steps i'm going to follow this is the goal i'm aiming for and it will be easy for you to follow and accomplish that goal the third thing is account- accountability we all need a uh, somebody who plays as our accountability partner because it is easy to complete something it is easy to go through or even when it is hard it is easy to go to move through something when you have somebody who holds you accountable have a support system to lean on and that person who holds you accountable they will frequently check because you had shared your why with them and you shared your how with them so they will constantly check with you to see that you are still on the right path you are still working towards that vision and moreover they will support and motivate you especially when it becomes difficult and or when you stumble they will you know support you they will remind you of why you are doing that you also need to have a backbone for your goals like a foundation a cornerstone which you stand on you have to resolve to be who you want that is your backbone you can't say oh i want to be like so and so that is not a backbone because so and so might not be who you really really are it, it it's themselves they are themselves so you have to look at you what is my strong point what is my strong belief where do i come from where do i get these beliefs from what do i really really want what is inside of me and then believe the new things about yourself and they do work instead of saying i'm going to lose weight this year look at the positive thing that contributes to losing weight because if we can make a statement i'm going to lose weight but how are you going to lose weight what are you going to do what are you going to change so that is not who you are you might find that you are that person who likes to eat junk food like me i like to eat chocolate and that is the one thing which always des- derails uh, my weight loss journey so i find that if you put a statement of intent for instance you can say I am the person who eats healthy food every day so that I can lose weight. So I have put that intention of me eating healthy foods. Then that is at least I've got that vision in order to lose this weight I have to eat healthy food. So the next thing is for me to set my to set myself for success. Okay, I have that vision. 
I have set a, a statement of intent. I am going to eat healthy food or I choose healthy food or healthy food choices every day because sometimes you go to maybe you are at work you go to the um, canteen at work or you go to a restaurant you have to have that intent that i choose healthy food choices every day so now the last thing i'm going to talk about set yourself for success how do you set yourself for success the environment you you are in the people you surround yourself with there should be people who will champion champion you to complete or to reach your goal there should be people who will encourage you to reach your goal there shouldn't be people who say you have decided you have given yourself the intention to eat healthily and then your friends invite you and they buy cakes they buy chocolate they buy all this junk food those are not the people you should surround yourself with for this particular goal of you until you uh, reach your goal also yourself you can do something about yourself i'm just concentrating on this um weight loss goal but it can be any other goal which you have a put an intention for yourself any other vision which you so you look at that particular vision and surround yourself with people who will support you in that particular or be in an environment which will support your intention so coming back to the weight loss goal you yourself can surround yourself or put yourself in an environment where you are going to succeed there is it is of no use for you to say i'm a person who eats healthy or who eats healthy food every day or i'm a person who chooses healthy choices every day if your cupboards are filled with junk food you are derailing yourself from the weight goal you are putting yourself into an environment where you are going to binge or you are going to cheat you are not going to follow the healthy intentions which you have put for yourself so you will need to get rid of all the junk food in your fridge or your cupboards and this will facilitate you to do what you have set an intention for yourself okay leave your papers with sasa fans i th- hope this helps you and I, ho- i hope it helps you to set your intention create the path you are going to follow and to stick to your intention until you attain that vision which you have set for yourself Hi friends, this is Living Your Life with Sasa. Um today we're going to talk about cutting the cord. Cutting the cord is a meditation which helps you. It does not only help you but it also helps the person who has been draining you. When they cut the cord off from draining your energy, they get the feeling they need to start creating their own energy. When you have been with someone for a long time, you don't want to have them draining your energy because 
that brings you down and it slows your uh, healing. Really cutting the cord is a win-win for both of you. And the most important thing, guys, is to remember that you do everything with love. When you cut the cord from people who are not physical around you, you start by seeing them and imagining them and you do it in a way that it makes you feel that they are around. And I tell you, you start seeing magic happening around you. So this is how we start, we do the, the court. I want you to make sure that you are comfortable. You are sitting in a comfortable position before you start. Relax and breathe. Close your eyes and breathe deeply. As you breathe in, put your hands on your belly and feel it expand. And as you breathe out, release all negativity. Remember to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathe out your day and let go of everything that is on your mind. Keep breathing in and out slowly until you feel peaceful and relaxed. Now call in the light. With your eyes still closed, look up and see or sense the light just above your head. Imagine a channel of light going from your head upwards into the heavens. Know that light is here to help you and support you. Ask the channel of light to fill your entire body with the light and beautiful positive energy. Filling your head, your face, your throat, down through your shoulders, your arms and hands, your chest, your belly, down through your legs, your feet and to the ground. Take this time to be deeply present in your body. Let nothing distract you. Keep letting the light flow through you and connect down through to the ground to the center of the earth. If you feel any tension in your body, ask the light to loosen and release any density you might be carrying and let it go. Imagine you are a beautiful glowing ball of light, like a bright star or a beautiful sun. Feel yourself radiate this loving bright light all around your energy field. You are radiating, you are warm, and this light is around you. Now I want you to imagine, where are they, what do they feel like? You are imagining the person who hurt you. 
notice them with no judgment as they light up. If you have any sensitive spots on your body, sense if there is a cord there. This might be the place where you were hurt, and thus the cord is in that place. Now it's time to call your guidance and cut the cord. Call a higher power to help you with this next step. Ask God, your spirit guides, your guiding angel, or the angel of helping, Archangel Michael. Whatever divine guidance most resonates with you, ask them to help you with this cord cutting meditation. Ask your divine guidance to give you a light tool to cut the cord coming from your heart. You need a light tool, something which you are able to pick up easily and something you are able to use without hesitation. You are starting with the cord coming from your heart because that is where you are breaking. Your light tool might be a pair of scissors, a sword, a knife. Open up your hand and feel yourself receiving this tool and clasp your hand to hold it. If you feel you are not able to look to use the tool on your own, ask your divine guide, Archangel Michael, or whoever your guide is to help you with the tool. When you are ready, take the light tool and make a nice, swift, easy cut and cut the cord from your heart. Send love and light. It is important to do everything with love. Fight darkness with light. Fight hurt with love. Now ask your heart to send a huge ball of bright flame to the cord that has been severed. This bright, intense flame of love and light will continue to go through the cord and singe to the ends. Imagine the cord sparking as this pure white light travels down to the other end burning up the cord and all the fear-based agendas with love. The other end of the cord is attached to the person whose energy is affecting you. It is attached to the person who has hurt you. Which is why we are sending light and love to burn that cord. When this flame hits the other person, it will spark and be purified with love and light. A blessing you are sending to that person. 
Now, feel the light radiating through you and imagine it turns into a liquid light that fills your entire body, purifying your energy system instantly. Send bright white light to wherever the cord was in your body, healing every part of it, healing every hurting part of you. Let the light dissolve all of the decisions you made to allow these fear-based agendas to show up in your life. Let this liquid life dissolve all the discomfort, all the self-esteem, all the lack of confidence, all the lack of self-love. If you feel any cords lingering, feel any hurt, any doubts, any feelings of fear, take your light tool and repeat the process of cutting the cord, burning it and sending sparks of love to anyone on the opposite end of that cord. Show them that you have. Show them that they have everything they need need to be draining your energy. Now it's time to practice gratitude. Let any dense energies be cleared from your space, sending them up and giving them to God, to your higher power, to your divine power. Now you are full of love, full of life, full of vibrant energy. You are free. Feel the gratitude in your heart. Thank God. Thank your spirit guide. Thank your angels. Thank whatever source of divine guidance you, guidance you believe in. And place your light tool back into your heart. You are placing it back into your heart because you can use it over and over when you feel lack of energy or when you feel negative energy in you. Now, thank you for taking this time for yourself and for being a positive impact to the world. You are a positive impact. Being just there is a positive impact. Loving without hurting is a positive impact. Giving gratitude and being aware of the goodness around you is a positive impact. Now I want you to ask your subconscious mind to remind you to do your cord cutting meditation and cleanse your energy as often as possible. As long as you feel a negative energy, remember to do the meditation and remember to always cleanse what you have with the light and love. Now I want you to breathe in 
as you breathe in, imagine you are next to a well and you are sending the bucket down to get water. It's a hot day. As you breathe out, you are bringing this water up with you and you are pouring it over you and you are feeling that refreshing feeling. Now you are refreshed. Breathe in one last time and deeply out, sending out every negative energy which was left. so happy to share this God meditation with you and I hope it helped you today and it is going to help you anytime you feel you've got a negative energy dragging you down and that you are going to make it a God too for yourself and remember guys you don't help just because you did one thing you do it over and over and you find that your life and your energy and the way you see things change for the positive. Thank you for listening. This is Sasa Evans, Living Life with Sasa.